Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord this evening? If you are, just give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. The Lord is able. He's able, hallelujah, during this season. Hallelujah. So we give God some praise. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Cry so Lord, for he alone is worthy. adore him this evening another day that the Lord has given us hallelujah good evening the scripture reading comes from Ephesians 4 29 through 32 but let us pray dear Heavenly Father we thank you for this opportunity God we thank you for your word to fall afresh on us Holy Spirit Spirit, anoint us, God, with your, your power, God, and your might, Lord. Oh, God, let your words come forth, God, and give life, God, that we'll take back, God, things that were stolen from us, God, and we will bring forth much fruit in due season. So we thank you in advance. Bless each person here, dear God, and everyone on the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name I do pray. Everyone say amen. amen. Ephesians 4, 29 through 32 coming from the New King James Version. Amen? Amen? Let not corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. This, you may be seated. The topic for tonight is unwrapping your gift of forgiveness. Unwrapping your gift of forgiveness. We see that um, we unwrap our gifts in different ways. At the Christmas party on Friday, we celebrated the gift. 
we celebrated the fruit of the Spirit. It was a joyful time. We had celebrated fruits of joy and peace and love and long suffering. These are things that we can get excited about. These are things that our endorphins, those little happy critters in your body, they get happy about. But when you talk about forgiveness, somehow the endorphins seems to go to sleep somehow when you talk about forgiveness. Now, I do not take full credit for this topic because the Christmas committee, they came up with the idea of celebrating the gift of forgiveness. I rose my hand quickly because Friday was supposed to be a celebration and, and we're gonna talk about forgiveness. The atmosphere is such during this time or season that we are in, the atmosphere of forgiveness is not one that you celebrate, is it? It is something that brings forth much tear and much sorrow, and we, we want to keep it down. We want to keep it deep. So forgiveness is not something you bring to a party. Not yet. We can turn things around, you know, because what the scripture tells us is that it says, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God and Christ forgave you. So when you see the fruit of the forgiveness, you have a lot of joy. And when you see the spirit of the Holy Spirit, it also brings you a lot of joy. We love to talk about wisdom and, and knowledge and faith and, and administration and mercy and discernment. That gives us a lot of joy and excitement. So it's easy for us to do that. But what about forgiveness? Do you know that the 12 days of Christmas, the history of that, that really is a celebration of Jesus' birth which is day one, until the coming of the Magi, the three wise men on day 12. So it, the 12 days of Christmas starts on December 25th and it ends on January 5th. And it has significant meanings. During that time, what happened was, just like in slavery, we had songs that we sung that had different meanings. It had like double meanings. It meant one thing on the exterior and another on the interior. The same thing with the 12 days of Christmas. But those were celebration of Jesus' birth. But there's a person who wrote a different story. His name is Sam Beeson. Anyone ever heard of Sam Beeson? He wrote The Rare Nativity. I didn't get a chance to get the full book, so I have a few of them for you. And if you can show the slide, I can't slide with on the first night of Christmas. Hallelujah, on the first night of Christmas. On the first night of Christmas, we, celebrate or do we not the first day of christmas my true love interpretation jesus christ gave to me a partridge in a pear tree jesus christ wrapped in swaddling clothes but if we have a gift of unforgiveness. 
we sing this song and we are talking about Jesus Christ, but internally, what are we doing? So the song, I need your help if you can put it back again. Everyone singing. On the first night of Christmas, I gave my enemy a briar from a tanglewood tree. And then we have on the second night of Christmas. On the second night of Christmas, I gave my enemy to crack it and a briar from a tanglewood tree. Hallelujah. Did you see the tanglewood tree? How strong and how it green it was? So you have to pass by all of those leaves to go to the tree itself and pull out a briar and actually put it in the unforgiveness box. You would have to go, I'm from South Carolina, so you would have to go to a chicken coop, reach for the egg, get a very good egg and crack it just gently enough so you can pack it in a box and give it to your enemy. Let's go to the fifth night of Christmas. On the fifth night of Christmas, I gave my enemy five choice of glass. You know, um, in doing this, um, in doing this sermon, I first looked up forgiveness exercises. The exercises were so deep, I couldn't go through with them. And so you would need a, a whole therapy session with Bishop Watts to do a real class of forgiveness. But so far we talked about a briar, we talked about crack eggs, and we talk about chars of glass. And so, what some of the authors suggest that I do is to ask the question and you just stay on the answer just a few seconds and get off it real quick. Because if you stay too long, you will get buried in it. Okay, so I'm gonna ask a series of questions. I want you to think about it and get off it real quick, okay? And I'll let you think about it, and I'll say, joy to the world, a hark the herald angel, something. Now, I need you to, seriously, this is about giving the gift of unforgiveness this Christmas. So this is really a practical exercise to, to really think of a real person that you're going to see between Christmas and New Year. A real person of flesh and blood. I know I'm gonna see my nephew, his name is Vernon. I really hate to say this, but. <laughs> Vernon is only, I'm the youngest in, of, of my mother's children, 
And so I have nephew nieces, nieces who are like two, three, five years younger than me. And I still, I've, I've already asked for forgiveness one time, but I need to just show you an example. My nephew Vernon Short, he wrote me in college from the military one time, and I took two or three months to respond. That bad? He was actually in action, not paying attention to my mail and getting in somewhere. I didn't see the mail till later on. I asked him for forgiveness, and you know there was a real deep hurt in his heart because of that. Right now, my my forgiveness will be to my nieces and nephews when I go home, because I. Spent, I didn't spend enough time visiting during their growing up years. So I went there last year and the year before, and we did karaoke. I told them, I'm coming back next year, and they're like, sure, yeah, right, you're coming back. And there's many others I can't say out loud, right? So name one person, I give you 10 seconds in your mind to think of one person that you're gonna ask, you're not asking them to, you're not, you're not going to the person and say, I forgive you, you go into the person and say, forgive me, okay? Forgive me. So 10 seconds, think of one person you're gonna go to between Christmas and New Year, and you're gonna say, forgive me. You have 10 seconds. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and, he and heaven and nature sing. That one person that you're going to ask to forgive me, now I want you to play on your mind what act or thing did you do that's deserved forgiving? What act or thing did you do that deserved forgiving? Please participate. You have 10 seconds. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hallelujah. I want you to take 10 seconds and in your mind, start allowing God to speak to your heart and your mind on, on the approach I want you to visualize them on dining table or you go to a house or you go out to a movie, visualize. Allow God to give you a vision of your first sentence to that person. The last one, you have 10 seconds. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is
give God some praise for the victory of forgiveness. We have a few more to go on. The, that was you asking for someone to forgive you. The next one, we're going to go over three more of those <laughs> rare activity songs, and then we go to the, the next and the last exercise. Okay, on the seventh day of Christmas, the seventh night of Christmas, I'm forgetting myself. Ready? On the seventh night of Christmas, I gave my enemy seven scraps of paper. Number nine. On the ninth day of Christmas, I gave my enemy Nine rusty nails. And number 10. On the 10th night of Christmas, I gave my enemy a furnace in 10 pieces. The next exercise. So you thought of someone who you are going to approach in whatever way God tells you to um, this season in asking them to forgive me. Now, the next exercise is a little twist of what you're, you're used to. So you're used to wanting someone else to say they're sorry so you can forgive them, correct? Isn't that the majority? Raise your hand, is that most of the time? No, most of, it's most of the time. We, we really want someone to confess what you've done to me and come to me and tell me what you've done and say that you are sorry so I can forgive you. This twist is all about what you can control. This next exercise is to think of someone have done something to you. You're going to forgive yourself for not forgiving them. You're going to forgive yourself for not forgiving them. How does all of this tie to the scripture? We're talking about the fact that Jesus' birth and celebration of Jesus in the earth reign, but Jesus Christ gave. He said, God so loved the world that he gave his begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. To believe in God, we are asking God to forgive us of our sins, and that is the real unwrapping of the Christmas spirit. It's the gift of forgiveness. God came and gave his son and put him on this earth 
Not for us just to walk around and just have the fruit of the Spirit and all the knowledge and all the wisdom, but he wants us to take the very essence of his son, Jesus Christ, which is the forgiveness of his, our sins. So that's why I'm titling Unwrapping Your Gift of Forgiveness. So it's not about the other person. Each exercise, you only have two for this season. The exercise is think of someone that you believe have done something against you or to you and forgive yourself for not forgiving them. Oh, ten seconds to think of that person who have harmed you. And it could be deep, so you only have ten seconds to hit it and get off of it. Ten seconds. Hallelujah. My God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with power, wisdom, and love. My God is an awesome God. My God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with power, wisdom, power, and love. My God, awesome God. Hallelujah. You thought of that person. What did that person do to you? If you're still holding the grudge, you're still holding the pain. Don't go too deep. What did that person do to you? It's 10 seconds. Hallelujah. And this is hard because Time is part of this. So we asked the Lord, we said, I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. God's going to heal the hurt. I don't mind waiting on the Lord. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting on the Lord. So I do not expect you to go to that person because you're not asking them to forgive you. What you can do if you want to, you can either meditate or you can write God a letter. You can write Jesus a letter. You can put all your hurt and pain on the letter. You can, you can schedule a meeting with Bishop Watts if you need to. But we want you to try to reconcile those two things that it's all about Forgiveness is about unwrapping the gift of forgiveness. We have it inside of us. We have the potential to forgive others. We have the potential to forgive ourselves for not forgiving others. Hallelujah. And we have the potential to forgive, to give someone, someone else the gift of forgive me. Gonna play a video at this time.
But what it means to me is that some of the things I have inside of myself uh, we, that I give to other people, the bitterness, the anger, that I can really allow the Holy Spirit to transform those things that are in me and transform them to something that Jesus, that Jesus is a part of. And this is the reason for the season. I have one more slide. My last slide. I have a one point Bible study today. A one point Bible study. And I also reference um, the author of um, A Rare Nativity and Partial, with some changes in the wording. My one point, point is that unwrapping your gift of forgiveness, remember that Christmas is a given season. So we're not gonna forget that. I just wanna instill in your heart, every time you say the word giving, you'll say forgiving, giving, forgiving, giving, forgiving, giving, forgiving, giving, forgiving, until it becomes the fabric of your very being. This is the word of the Lord.